What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Rapture Radio. Another episode. Another episode. Sorry. An additional. An additional episode of Rapture Radio. Uh, I am Pastor Stewart. Joined with me, as always, is the Pastor Brandon Neely. Glad to be here. We're going to insert a drum roll right there in post-production so that the effect can be mm. uh, made larger you know, like over it. time. It's going to be good times. If you don't know about our uh, five-star review request, we make this often, you should uh, jump onto wherever you listen to podcasts and rate us, even if you hate us. <laughs> oh! uh, because apparently if you get more five-star reviews, it makes more people see your stuff. So... Um, you should do that. Go and give us five stars. Um, leave your fun comments. Share us on the social media feeds. All those wonderful things, and then uh, we will wield that influence that you have gifted us very well for the kingdom of God. That's our promise. Mm. You see that? That's a good one. I feel like that's appropriate. I feel like that's appropriate. Do you think five stars really do increase the no. chances that someone <laughs> sees our show? I think I think probably any rating or review would probably help somehow, just so that people know that it's not bogus. It's like Amazon reviews. You don't really care how many stars it are. it is, unless it's like less than three, mm-hmm. then you care. What you really wonder is how many people have bought this. Sure. That's the question you're asking. That makes sense. Yeah. I think it's the same thing here. You don't feel like we're asking our listeners too much? I feel like, what does the Bible say about supporting your uh, those who teach you? Like, we're not asking for money. We're just saying, go give us. Hey, look! If you have been blessed by this ministry, <laughs> would you use the tip of your index finger <laughs> and give us just dip it into water <laughs> and place it on our tongue? Just the tiniest little drop. I, I see your of mercy. You're starting to lean into the day's topic. That's a, a good bit. segue you're for getting, us. You're getting good at segues. That was a good segue. I'm impressed. Today we're talking about hell. <laughs> not a laughing matter. Probably shouldn't joke about it. Probably should not. We should. Let's dial that back. Let's get into more serious. Well, we're not going to start it just yet. Okay. I wanted to start, before we start talking about the most sobering topic of hell, Mm. I wanted to talk about why we do this podcast. Why in the... Mm. (laughs) Wow. You're on a roll today. It was right there. No. Why do we do this podcast? We have uh, listeners throughout the world... Literally a worldwide listener base. Largely in India. <laughs> That's right. It's we amazing. Have, uh, we have like 30% of our listener base is currently in India. Listening on Ghana Radio. Thank you so much, by the way. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Ghana Radio listeners. And, um, and they're second only to our listeners in Acadiana and Louisiana around the United States. And so we are happy yeah, so to have all of our listeners. That's right. We got a couple in Australia. Yeah. A few in Canada. There's one in South Africa. One guy in South Africa. Well, hey, shout out. Shout out to you, South Africa. We need an email address so they can talk to us. Yeah, you can email me, Stuart, S-T-U-A-R-T, at wearechristchurch.com. Email me, man. I wanna, we want to connect with you guys. We want to we know why on earth. <laughs> you want to support his ministry financially, right? <laughs> you do? Nah. <laughs> Well, you never know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll Maybe see. we could organize some, uh, some cool trips or something. Yeah, but for all our listeners out there, why do we do this podcast? Well, I'll tell you why. Because today, hope is dying. It's mm. withering on the vine. Mm. For hundreds of years, 200 years, man, especially in the West, has had a lot of hope in the establishment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the messianic state, mm-hmm. in the institutions of our day, the free public education is going to reform man. 
It's going to work. civilize man, going to educate man and bring out the best, create the new progressive evolved man. Well, that's not working. Things are getting worse. Obviously. A they, lot worse. They continue to get so bad that they have to keep changing the tests to hide how bad things are getting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we believed in science to bring about the, um, the next stage of societal evolution. We believe in the, the tinkering of central planning and, and monkeying with the markets to, to bring about that next stage of progressive evolution of society. Right, right. We have a God dream. We're humanists. We no longer have hope in the Lord. We have hope in the institutions of man. Mm. But that hope is fading. That's what I'm trying to say. Real fast. People are real, beginning, real fast. no matter where they are, even straight up leftists who, who even unwittingly worship the state, right. genuflect before the presence of Lord Fauci, mm-hmm. you know, the, the number one bureaucrat of our nation. They, they, they sing songs to him and write odes of, of <laughs> devotion to him. <laughs> Sonnets. Even they, <laughs> even they, even they are losing hope in the institution. Yeah, they're wondering if there's ever going to be any positive change. Well, I mean, it makes sense though. The collapse is coming. Maybe everybody just is kind of starting to realize it now. Seems Especially like it to me. Now that money is just floating everywhere. I mean, how many checks can you write before you know they start bouncing? How much money can you print before it yeah. runs out of ink? No, that wasn't as good. That wasn't as good. It works, though. I think people get the point. Yeah, hope is being lost in our institutions, yeah. in the establishment, in the experts. And where <laughs> then there can people turn? Where can people find hope? And I would like to say hope is in Christ. Amen. He is the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Mm-hmm. He offers America victory, right. victory over our enemies, victory over sin, victory over Satan, over death. He offers guidance. He offers peace. He offers a message which can lead people to beat their swords into plowshares. Amen. He offers societal salvation, societal change, societal reformation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He offers this through the gospel that he gave to us when he came 2,000 years ago. Mm. We're doing this show because we believe that there is hope in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. There's hope for the world, for society at large, if we would repent and turn to him. Amen. So if you're listening today and you've lost all hope in the state or in the establishment, in the efforts of man to bring about what they promise, hey, listen to the show. Think about it. Not that there is any reason to hope in us, but that we are messengers delivering a hopeful message, a message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's why we do this show. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Welcome to Rapture Radio. <laughs> I love it. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about a sobering topic. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about hell. It's not an easy teaching no. to uh, accept. Right. Easy to understand, not easy to accept. Right. right. That's but exactly right. It's, it's, in fact, a lot of people will shy away from it. I, f- I feel like this is an un, or a less taught subject in the Western church because folks don't want to bring it up. And that's uh, ironic because Jesus brought this subject up more than any other teacher or preacher or prophet or apostle in the Bible. In the whole Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Talked about it, I think, like four times as much. I can't remember the statistic. He talked about hell more than he talked about heaven. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you believe in the red letters, then you have no choice but to believe in hell. Because we're about to read some red letters. Uh-oh. Luke sixteen nineteen. All right, here we go. This is the largest teaching on hell in all the Bible. It's mentioned briefly as a transitional place 
between this life and the final judgment in the lake of fire mm-hmm. in uh, Revelation chapter 20. But this is the largest place where it is taught in uh, the New Testament, in the Bible, and it's taught by Jesus, and uh, it's in Luke sixteen nineteen. I'll okay. read it for us. Now, wait. Go ahead. Before you start. This is a parable, right? Yes, it is a parable, but that doesn't mean that it is an allegory or a oh. metaphor. So you knew where I was going already. That's right. Yeah, it's it is, like it is a parable, but it is... It is um, not a parable in the sense that it's not true. Right. He's using, just as he does with all the parables, real-life situations mm. to make a point and to rebuke the Pharisees that are listening. Right. Mostly. Yeah. Okay? So Luke sixteen nineteen, there was a rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and who feasted sumptuously every day. God doesn't hate rich people, but he has enmity toward the evil who are rich. Especially. Oh, yeah. Well, and you can read the description of this rich man and see real fast yeah. who he is. He's he, not a faithful steward. Who is clothed in purple. Ooh, ostentatious dress. Right. Like, that means he's, he's, going, he's trying to show off mm. a little bit, filled well, not with, just a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Filled with vainglory. That's right. And he's feasting. It's interesting, the description. He's, he's feasted sumptuously. So every day. Every single day. So it's not like he's a little bit of a glutton. Or when he goes to a party, he has a little too much. Every single day, he's consuming as much as he possibly can. He's a consumer. He's the quintessential faithless steward who does not steward well the allotment that God has given him in this life. That's right. That's right. He's the prodigal. Mm. He has wasted mm. his father's inheritance. That's very good. So, and at his gate was laid a poor man named Lazarus covered with sores. Now that's important because mm-hmm. he's at his gate. Yeah, proximity. So that means this, the rich man knows exactly who Lazarus is. He sees him every day mm-hmm. when he walks in and out, probably several times a day. From the gate to his to where he lives, his palace or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So he's not he's not ignorant of this poor man. He's not living across the world. No, he sees him every day. Walks yeah, right by. He sees his sores that are covering his body, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all he desires, verse twenty one, is to be fed with that which fell from the rich man's table. Could I just dig out of your trash can? Right. And the word desired implies he never got it. He's starving. That's right. The guy wouldn't even let him eat what raccoons might steal in the middle of the night. That's right. So we're getting perpetually painted that the rich man's not just bad because he's rich. He's bad. Yeah, this isn't Marxist radio. This is Rapture radio. <laughs> he's evil. Well done. Yeah, he's evil. Well done. There's no problem with being rich. Job is rich. Abraham's rich. God is rich. Amen. Right. It's, Amen. He's, he's, that he's, <laughs> he's evil, and he has power, and he's, he's, he's misusing it. He's refusing he's extra to use, evil. He's refusing to use his power to benefit those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. To whom much is given, much is expected. And mm-hmm. this guy is the cream of the crop as far as the wicked goes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Moreover, even the dogs came and licked his sores. Hmm. The poor man died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's side. Mm. So this is Rapture Radio. We talk about all things eschatology. We talk about heaven. We talk about hell. Ooh, so we're going to talk about so, Abraham's bosom today? Well, I mean, this is a parable-ish sort of an expression. Um, this is a, a description. Abraham's side is a description of heaven. Mm. Abraham, of course, is there. All the children of Abraham go there. Um, but, but this is not as uh, bizarre as it might sound when it is called Abraham's bosom or Abraham's side. I mean, <laughs> just like Jesus said to the thief on the cross, today you'll be with me in paradise. Mm-hmm. Abraham's there too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is sort of a poetic way of, of describing it, but it's also Jesus's slight against the Pharisees because they thought of themselves as the children of Abraham. Mm-hmm. And the point of this parable is that when you read 
all the way through. The Pharisees, the establishment of the day, they weren't going to be with Abraham. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to be where Abraham is because they were of their father, the devil. Mm. So this is, yeah, this is a hardcore rebuke against the establishment there in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think that's partly why he, he emphasizes that Abraham's there. Mm-hmm. He'll be right there next to Abraham. Mm-hmm. But he's carried there by angels. By angels. The rich man also died and was buried. And in Hades, being in torment, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus to dip the end of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in anguish in this flame. That's amazing to me, the way that he's... Hey, that that servant, that Lazarus guy, can you get him down here? Like, he, mm-hmm. he still hasn't... He's in hell burning... The fundamental piece of his mind has not been changed yet. He's stuck there exactly the way he's always Well, and if you think about it, though, I think he is like most rebellious um, folks who refuse to repent. This is a subtle manipulation and an indictment against God. Mm. Like, if you think about it, you're like, oh, so I'm in hell because I wouldn't help him. Well, will you let him help me now? Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So is it an indictment against God? Yeah. If I deserve to be in hell, well, so do you, since you won't even let Lazarus bring me just the tiniest little dip of water. Mm. That's all I'm asking. Is that too much? Mm. He's like an addict who gets uh, you know, triggered and filled with all kind of anger when people finally cut him off. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. How, how dare you? Like, right. We can't allow you to continue to destroy yourself. We can't continue to enable this behavior. You won't help me at all. He's, he's not right. really repentant. He's blame-shifting. He's accusatory. You're not helping me. I see. I see I mean, what's going on here. Anybody yeah. who's ever dealt with a chronic addict right. knows that when you finally draw the line on them and you finally stop enabling them, they cut the them script. off. Yeah, they flip the script. They start to turn on you. They use all forms of manipulation. Right. Right. Uh, and they don't, that's not repentance. Mm-hmm. That's manipulation. That's what he's doing here. Right. Absolutely. And, and it goes on for a little bit while, but I think we've read enough to get what we need to get out of this as far as the description of hell goes. Mm-hmm. So just a little bit of review here. We see here, okay, that hell is a place of torment. It is described as being a place of flames, mm-hmm. of fire. And he's parched. But it's not the, the lake of fire. No. It's not the pit. That's, that's what's interesting to me. So there's, there is heaven, which is preliminary before the new heavens and the new earth. Right. And then there is hell, which is preliminary before the, the lake of fire or the pit that you hear about in other places. That's right. That's, mm-hmm. that's, so there's like degrees. There's like... Well, when you die, your body goes into the ground. Mm-hmm. Your, the immaterial portion of you goes either to be with the Lord... To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord Mm -hmm. for those who die in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're not a believer, you go to hell. Mm -hmm. There is some form of preliminary hearing where, um, you know, when you die. Mm -hmm. But that's not the final judgment. Right. On the last day, as is recorded in the end of the book of Revelation, Mm -hmm. on the last day, you're raised up. Your body is reunited with your spirit. And there you are prepared either to spend all eternity in the new heavens and new earth mm-hmm. with the Lord mm-hmm. or to spend all eternity in the lake of fire. It seems from the way it is described as being um, hell as being a place of torment, but the lake of fire being even worse. Mm-hmm. It goes from bad to worse right. after the judgment. Right. But in the preliminary place where he is spiritually, mm-hmm. his body is in the ground. It says right there he, he went to the tomb. 
Mm-hmm. If angels brought him to um, brought Lazarus to heaven, it could be speculated that demons brought mm-hmm. um, the rich man to hell. Mm-hmm. 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 Notice that there in hell, he um, is conscious. Yeah, he's aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. He's aware. That's right. He's conscious in hell, just as Lazarus is conscious in heaven. Mm-hmm. He has a memory. Mm-hmm. There is he continuity. Can, he remembers his life. Yeah. So this is um, this goes very much against C.S. Lewis's take on hell. Does it be more? Yeah. So C.S. Lewis, um, his understanding of hell was more just like an, an absence of the presence of God, which is true. Mm-hmm. But you you are so self consumed that you're like your own hell. There, there's not there's not literal torment. You're not aware of I've made bad decisions and now I'm here. I wish I could have. I see. It's it's a very different hmm. um, understanding. So I, I think this is this is really That's interesting. Good. Here we see he's conscious of himself. He mm. remembers his past. Uh, there's he's, regret. Yeah, he seemed to, to a degree. Be, there's a regret. Well, remorse, but not a yeah. godly remorse. Certainly not a repentance. And he he seems to be somewhat aware that he is in hell because of the way he lived in his life. Mm. He is able to communicate. He's able to make requests. Mm-hmm. He recognizes Lazarus, so to speak. Yep. Now, I don't believe this means that when you're in hell, you can see heaven. I think that's where the parable aspect probably um, comes into play. Mm-hmm. I'm not certain about that, obviously. Mm-hmm. But there is clearly a, a large gulf fixed between the two as, Abra- as Abraham communicates in the, in the story. Mm-hmm. And what that probably means is that once you're in hell, you're in hell. There's no way of, you of leaving. You're not getting... The judgment has come. Right. There is no reincarnation. No. The time for repentance has passed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, repent while it's still yet day. Don't wait till it's too late. Right. Well, that's, you know, isn't that how God describes himself, his character? Like, I will forgive to... Yeah. Abounding in steadfast mercy. Mm-hmm. He's not quick to anger. Right. But there does come a point in time where it's over with. Yeah. There comes a point in time where it's the day of reckoning. Mm-hmm. And at everyone's death... It is appointed unto man once to die, and then the judgment. Cool. Amen. Notice he's experimenting. Amen. He's experiencing unrelenting torment. Many would argue that this torment is taking place by God. You know, mm-hmm. God is the ultimate cause of all things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? and he's able to communicate, and he's able to cry. He's crying out. Mm-hmm. There seems to be a weeping and a gnashing of teeth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, blessed are those who mourn in this life, for they shall rejoice. But cursed are those who rejoice now. Mm-hmm. The wicked who are rejoicing in their wickedness. Right. They shall mourn. Right. And he's certainly mourning there in hell. Yeah. Well, that's sobering news. Absolutely. So what do you think the therefore of all of this is? I'm waiting. How do we then? Sh- how how then shall we live yeah. today? Well, well, you know, well, you should repent. Yeah, repent. <laughs> hell is real. Really fast. Hell is real. Right. And there, you should stop avoiding. I believe the topic of hell. No. Um, even though it's socially icky. Yeah. Well, um, there is no other place where this idea of unrelenting torment for all eternity in judgment is taught. Mm-hmm. Only after Jesus teaches it do. A f- versions of Christianity begin to teach it. Hmm. Islam has a concept of it, but Islam, as people know, is a, a her- heresy of Christianity. Right. It's after Jesus. That's right. That's right. Um, but before Jesus, there was no um, concept like this. The mm-hmm. Greeks had an, a netherworld, you know, where, where specters and ghosts, you know, wandered aimlessly. Mm-hmm. But there was no idea of unrelenting judgment 
total justice, a personal God who was um, pouring out wrath. Mm -hmm. That concept was taught to us by Jesus in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. And so it's in everyone's psyche now. Mm-hmm. Don't don't uh, think of it as uh, a myth, a legend from the past. It's really not that old. It was right here is where you're seeing right here is where the number one passage where it's revealed to us. That's right. right? That's Even right. in the Old Testament, it's not talked about like this. Yeah, no, they call it Sheol. Yeah, there, it's the the concept is not developed at all. Right. Right. So hell is real. Jesus taught it. If you believe the red letters, you need to avoid it. Amen. Right? Amen. Take serious. And what does he say in the, in the parable there? If you continue to read, he says that the reason he's in there is not because primarily because he was bad, although he's being punished for his sins and his sinful nature, mm-hmm. but it's, he refused to believe Moses and the prophets. That's right. That's right. That's towards the end of the parable. Yeah. The difference between him and Lazarus was not, that, not their economic status, nor was it how good one was and how bad the other one. The mm-hmm. main difference was that one believed Moses and the prophets and the one didn't. didn't. That's right. And by That's Moses right. and the prophets, we mean the Bible, the Old Testament. That's, That's right. what Jesus means. That's right. So believe the Bible today. Believe the word of God. Believe what we're saying to you right now. That's right. And have faith that that is what saves. Amen. Like, it's not going to be, uh, I said all the right things or made the right arguments or I um, was winsome or I was, it's not any of those things. It's the word of God applied. Amen. And then the Holy Spirit does what it's going to do. And the gospel is that Jesus Christ lived the perfect life that can be imputed to you by God's decree. He died on the cross as an atonement for your sins. Amen. He pays the sin debt, and all who believe in him shall not perish, but instead will receive eternal life. Mm. So hell is real. Avoid it. Amen. Trust in Jesus Christ. Get away from that. Believe what the word of God says. And hey, the church needs to know that hell is real, and we need to wake up and bring the gospel to the whole world, and we need to do it today. Amen. Amen. It's time to use our money to use our time, to use our media outlets, to use everything we can to spread this message so that the gospel can get out and people can uh, be saved from hell. Amen. 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 So look, a couple of other applications, then we're done. Go. This world does not have perfect justice. Nope. I mean, in this world, we might see these rich men, Lazarus situations all the time, but mm. don't be grieved. Mm. Because justice will be served. That's right. Amen. Amen. Yep. There is a perfect justice, and it's coming. You don't need to be a vigilante. Mm. You don't need to be filled with animosity and hate towards your enemies. Mm. Mm. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Amen. He'll take care of that. Yep. No matter how good their life looks on social media, mm. Mm. God will not be mocked. Amen. You will reap what you sow. Trust in the Lord. Trust in His justice. Mm. Trust in His timing. And if you want to be successful yourself, make sure you avoid hell. I don't care how rich you are in this life. It Mm. means nothing if you're not rich in eternity. Amen. 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 That's it for today. Ooh. Well, guys, thanks so much again for joining us for another episode of Rapture Radio, this week's episode on hell. Uh, we would encourage you to continue to share this feed with your friends. Don't be ashamed. Don't be scared. You might get mocked a little bit, but that's okay. Um, don't remember also, do remember also to give us reviews on whatever social media um, podcast platform that you might be listening to us on. You can check out our other shows, um, Got in Government, Household and Homestead. You can go to wearechristchurch.com to find more um, things that we have to offer for uh, you and anyone else who would be interested. And uh, until we see you guys later on, 
Um, I think what's, what's our next show going to be on Pastor Brandon? We talked about it the last one. It's going to be the we're going to do part two in wrestling the devil. Part two in wrestling the devil, like how to wrestle the devil. Yeah, that's right. I like that. So tune in next time, and until then, we will see y'all later on. <laughs>